We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Episode 9 of Inside the Vault with Roquan Smith, powered by our friends at Cybertech, is on deck. Welcome in. It is Tuesday, January 2nd here in 2024. I'm Bobby Trossett, as always, joined by my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison. Happy New Year to you and yours. Roquan, as you probably have gathered, yes, it was another good one. It was another go. If you've been following this, this series is really what it's become over the course of this season. He has just been such a joy to work with, Sarah. We have one more episode with him. He has politely requested, by the way, uh, to just kind of handle his business during the postseason. So we'll do our 10th and final episode with him after Steelers week, and then he's going to be locked in. What, what does LeBron James say when the playoffs come? Zero, dark, 30, activated. That's pretty much what he's requested. Of course, we're going to honor that request. And who knows, if they make a run, maybe there will be more opportunities uh, to do so en route to Vegas. But um, I just, I don't know. I, I've been really overcome with with gratitude and joy, as we've talked about in these these last couple of days. It's been such a fun ride. And this was another great episode with Zero. Excellent episode. And yes, we'll get them after Steelers. But something tells me we're going to talk to him about that Walter Payton Manning and or Walt Payton Man of the Year, and uh, you know we'll see. What we'll see. it's not going to be the last ever, maybe the last of the season. So, um, yeah, another great episode. I mean, just to kind of like tee it off, we talked to him about what what it feels like to be the number one seed, what it feels like to take care of both the 49ers and Miami back to back weeks. Uh, he shared with us what he said to Lamar Jackson when they yeah. were caught on CBS cameras talking cool. to each other at the end of the game. That was really cool. Uh, we found out he was the one screaming war daddy, which I didn't even know. So he let us know <laughs> what that meant. Just a lot, just a ton of content. The war daddy thing cracked me up because it kind of sounded like him, but I wasn't sure. And so to hear what that meant in his mind was pretty funny. And then it makes sense now. And then I had a chance to call him a war daddy as well which I thought was kind of funny. (laughs) This was a good one. I mean, it it had a little bit of everything, including why he actually missed the beginning of post-game celebrations Mm. in the locker room. And it's just such a testament to what he's about. So all that and more is coming up in Episode 9 of Inside the Vault with Roquan Smith, powered by our friends at CyberTech, who's a next-generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm. A new way to acquire resources is what they're all about. 
So whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, CyberTech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates, and you don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, CyberTech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours. CyberTech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations, both in the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you think you or your company might be a good fit, you'll have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the CyberTech team for a virtual introduction. You get started today by scanning the QR code that we have placed in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you're on the audio-only space side of things, send an email to the address that we have included in the show notes below. And again, a huge, huge thank you to CyberTech because this wouldn't be possible, our season-long partnership with Roe without their support. So without further ado, here he comes, the leader and, and really the co-face of this franchise, like you said, alongside Lamar Jackson, who wrapped up the number one seed, who wrapped up the division, who wrapped up the bye week. We'll see if he plays for the Steelers. We asked, uh, not for the Steelers, he's not playing for the Steelers, that's for yeah. sure. Against the Steelers coming up in Sunday's regular season finale. We asked him point blank, partner. We've got all that and more coming up in this edition with Roquan. Ro, congratulations. You guys lock up the division. You lock up the number one seed in the AFC. And I couldn't help but notice, and we were talking before we came on, Sarah and I both kind of noticed this, that when you got up at your postgame press conference on Sunday after the Dolphins win, and they were asking about the celebration and it's just the, the, the havoc that was being wreaked in the locker room, you were actually late to that because you decided to kind of pop around the stadium, say hello to fans, sign autographs. And we just felt that's just such a testament to what you're about, man. Uh, what what led to that decision? And did you at least get to the locker room for some of the festivities after that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I did get to the locker room for part of it. But uh, like pretty much late, later in the game, uh, I normally do it after every game, like go out, especially home games when we win, like um, – give fans the gloves or just dapping people up, taking selfies and things of that nature. So PQ was in on it as well. And he was just like, hey, bro, we should just go down to the – it was another part of the uh, field that I don't really go to, the further end zone. And he was like, we should go down there with the fans and uh, chat with them uh, a little bit. So I was like, all right, cool. So I did it. And then I look up and PQ was gone. And so I just said, hey – I'm just finishing out and I just kept doing it. The next thing I know, security's coming to get me. It was like, hey, we uh you we like we know what you do, but uh yeah, this is uh they're bringing it up right now. So when I came, I got back inside, like the, the I missed the Harv's dancing, but I did see it on video. And then I was there for like the um the game balls and all the uh all those type things like it was the game balls and then like just talking about the game and everything like that when he brought us up so it was still pretty sweet i wish i would have got a chance to see harv's dancing though i've seen it on video and it was pretty hilarious yeah we we got your back let's let's remind you since you missed it of what that looked like and how harv's ended up with blood on his forehead <laughs> there come back here go across there come back here play there I'm proud of you I'm proud of you I'm bleeding I'm so proud of you <laughs> put it on the forehead right there yeah. that's who it is that's you man you I think Harps is like 62 he got down pretty low what's this war daddy stuff where did that come from Oh, did you hear me in the background? Was that you? <laughs> that was you? <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> I didn't know that was you. I was like, who said that? 
Yeah, no, nah, that was me. Uh, I like I picked up on that. It's been years ago. It was just like a mindset, honestly. Like I actually posted it on Instagram a little while ago as well. Like just a mindset of being like, you know, you at war and then you're just like being being a, like a daddy in a sense. Like you're a war daddy. Like you you run stuff, you know. So things things go the way you you want things to go in a sense. So and it's just like a mindset that I have to where it's like, hey, I'm at war and I'm gonna be the daddy of this war in a sense, you know. <laughs> That is hilarious because we both picked up on that. Who is screaming war daddy at John Harbaugh? But the guy is, he was in a zone right there, as were you pregame, of course. Here you are, uh, you know, just just getting after it as always. But, Ro, I mean, that locker room moment, I think a lot of us were were definitely taken aback by some of Odell Beckham Jr.'s words, your, your teammate who is a Super Bowl champion, right? He had this to say about this year's team. <laughs> but nah, fellas, this is a good-ass feeling, man. This is probably the best team. Not probably. This is the best team I've ever been on from the top to the bottom. Uh, we set ourselves up for success. You know what I mean? It's got to come through the bank in these black and purple unis. Go through this defense. This offense is crazy, man. Everything's right in front of us, so let's go ahead. Keep preparing. Y'all enjoy this moment. You know what I mean? It don't come It don't come by every now and then. So just enjoy this moment. Enjoy the night. Happy New Year, all that. All right, so again, a Super Bowl champion saying that it's the best team that he's ever been a part of, top to down, certainly speaks volumes. And then look who's standing right next to him. Looking like a war daddy himself, matter of fact, <laughs> mind you. All right. First of all, how many times a week you doing traps in the offseason? And second of all, your thoughts on a big time statement from a Super Bowl champion? Yeah, no, that was that was big time on uh, him for sure. You know, just coming from him, guy that's been on the big stage, you know, wanting as well, and just knowing, you know, what it takes and how the teams are built in a sense, and just hearing that. But we know that too amongst ourselves of like how legit we are, and it's about like going in week in and week out. And I, I tell the guys all the time, just looking yourself in the mirror and say you're going to do everything in your power and play to the max, the max of your abilities. And if you do that, then no one will be able to touch us. But that's just what we have to remind ourselves day in and day out with the complacency. And uh, upper body, man, I probably hit traps like once or twice a week. I got to get them really right this offseason. So maybe they're going to grow a little bit more this offseason. So be on the lookout next year. <laughs> built like a truck i would go running if you were like if i had to come meet you in the middle i'm i'm crying going home uh there's there's, there's no way that is just built like a truck so ro here's what this is what you i wish that we could be on with you post game because i'm so fired up i know you're fired up ro you have gone from beating the 49ers who used to not anymore used to be tied with you in uh, wins and losses, you guys took care of business there. Then, and they had two MVP, by the way, candidates over there. Then you get two other MVP candidates in Miami. Look what you got Tyreek Hill saying. I played one of the worst games of my career, and how could he not with zero coming down? I know why I'm fired up. We didn't get to talk to you after 49ers. Just how fired up, how good does it feel to beat two teams that are top of their divisions near the top of the conferences and just take care of business. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's just credit to the guys in this locker room uh, and the guys, how we go about work each and every day and how we go about each other and putting it all on the line for each other. And Hey, I guess, you know, that's just a result of playing, playing the Ravens in a sense. And obviously he's 
one of the best receivers in the league and some consider top three, you know, probably number one as well. So definitely got a lot of respect for the guy and everything uh, and the way he played the game. But I just think it just goes back to the way we play defense here. And, you know, there's things not going to go your way all the time. And there's definitely going to be some consequences uh, to certain actions. But, you know, hats off to uh, Miami and San Fran as well, like two really good teams. But hey, we're Baltimore and we're going to be here. So, you know, we're getting ready. We're just uh, getting the engine going and making sure all the parts are running. So when it's time to go, we're rolling. Let's get to the way you specifically played defense on Sunday because you had a high, little bit of a highlight reel there you can add to your career resume, Ro. Uh, the, the one-handed pick was something. I think Sarah and I talking about it, though. Our favorite part was what you did after. You were you wanted to get into the end zone. You could tell you, you were you were looking like a kid in the candy store, stiff arming guys, putting on some lateral quickness. That was hysterical. But we were hoping that you could kind of take us through this because Ryan Mink from BaltimoreRavens.com pointed out on Twitter that on Miami's first drive, uh, Tua squeezed a pass into Tyreek past you, and then in the second quarter they ran the same route and the same concept, and you read it all the way. So. Take us through what you saw that first time and then obviously the way that you adjusted the second time you saw it. Yeah, absolutely. So I knew all, all week long with Tua, like it was kind of crazy because, uh, you know, you would hear, okay, this dude's going to throw the ball in these tight windows. So like when I first seen it, I was like, I couldn't believe he, I couldn't believe he was actually throwing it the way he was throwing it. And I'm like, and it was it was an amazing zip on the ball. And I seen it the first time. Then I got to this, I got to the sideline. I told Marlo, I said, Marlo, I let you down, bro. That's my fault. That's not your fault on that pass. I should have got to that hook and I should have been there to break, break that up. Worst case. And then he was like, no, don't worry about it, bro. But I said, if I see it again, I'm going to be there. And then later in the game, uh, when I seen that back uh, fast, fast release out there, I said, OK, he's probably going to uh, end up throwing this in breaking route uh, by number one because they they had they have been doing that a lot. So I just kept running. I just said, all right, I see it. I see it. And he never saw me from the backside. And I just said, hey, I'm going to sit. I wish I could have got in the end zone, too, though, man. It was, that would have been sweet. I tried to go for what I knew, but uh, it worked out for me. <laughs> you, you can just tell, right? Sorry, he was so determined. He wants it. He <laughs> look wants at him. it. Look, look at him right there. <laughs> Wait, was there a skirmish like after that, though, on the sideline? Did something happen after the whistle? Uh, well, I just think a couple of the Miami guys were still over there. I guess I don't know how they was feeling about it, but I couldn't really see because all my, my brother was all around me. So, you know, <laughs> tapping me across my helmet and everything like that and just hitting me on the shoulder pads. And then Z.O., the linebacker coach, uh, how loud he was and how intense he was uh, after that play. It was just like, man, it was it was pretty sweet. And I enjoyed that feeling for sure. Oh, we saw that. Zach Gore, we know his career got cut short. That was so, so heartbreaking. But it's like what you say, when there's adversity, you keep going. And now he's this coach. He was in your face on the sideline after that. I loved it. And then you got right back, just, just building each other up. But I want to know, are you on the jugs machine here with the one-hander there? What's going on? Like, you have hands. Yeah, hey, it's kind of funny, though, because I always have this saying at practice when people drop balls is beat them up ball and funny story I so I dropped so I had so this is the thing it was a walkthrough on Friday and my my excuse for myself was that I had cocoa butter on my hand so I'm going outside you know I want my skin nice and you know nice and moist and stuff <laughs> so I used cocoa butter and I didn't have on gloves on Friday walkthrough and it was actually was so funny 
is that it was the sim it was the same route that I ended up picking up, but I dropped it. I dropped it in practice because and then I used the excuse I have cocoa butter on my hands, and then everybody was saying my thing that I say, <laughs> like beat him up ball. And I was like, Yeah, the ball, the ball beat me up on that. So it was more of that. And then in the game time, I was like, Yeah, I do play with gloves though. And then in the game time, you know, it was just like I seen it. And then when I stuck that arm out, how it hit the hit the hand, I was like, Yeah, I got this little redemption. I love it. Well, another thing that kind of went viral is um, CBS cameras caught you after the game, dapping it up with Lamar. Bobby actually tweeted it. And I mean, it it went. I How mean, could you not? Look was, at these two. I mean, these guys know, are so like, laser focused. The two faces of the franchise. We're just wondering, do you even like what? What did you say to him? What, is there anything you can share during that conversation? Because fans just loved eating up. It's so rare that we get to see you guys together since one's offense and one's defense. So what were you saying to him in this moment? Yeah, I'm like, I was just like more so in a nutshell, we were saying to each other, but what I was saying to him was that, hey, you know, we took care of business today, but bro, we just getting started. And I know how you like, how you locked in on the year. We know we in this four, we going for the big one. We want to know each and every week. And I said, you make sure the O rolling and I know you're going to do that. And, you know, I'm going to make sure these boys on D. We flying to the ball. We're doing everything we can. We're going to keep getting you that rock. And we're going to make sure we do everything we can to uh, get us where we need to be. And I said, everything's going to go through us. So just make sure we holding each other accountable uh, day in and day out. And that was like mainly the gist of the conversation. Yeah. Bro, the whole like, Bigger fish to fry mantra is sort of something that's stood out about the way Lamar's handled his press conferences this year. I think the same can be said for you. Uh, first of all, your your MVP case that you made for him within the last couple of weeks is aging like fine wine, right? He's he's <laughs> he's the runaway, the bound for 2.0. Perhaps it's even unanimous. Who knows? But can you just speak to the, the dynamic that he's almost requiring of this locker room, of this organization right now? Because it's there's the Mamba mentality, and then there's what he's been about. It's just there is no BS. There's no room for it's it's the same thing every week for him. He just seems like he is so so steady, so consistent, so laser focused, and it seems as if it's it's becoming infectious internally for you guys. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, 
we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'd give the utmost respect uh, to the guy and just the way he go out and handle it, like perfect passer rating and don't, don't crack a smile, just like, hey, that's what I expect of myself. That's what I expect of us as, as a team. And, like, when we know how good we are and the talent that we have around us, uh, you don't really get these many teams, like, in the leagues year in and year out. And so he understands that and know, like, hey, like it's no it's no time for like lapsing, like doing anything. We got to do whatever it takes. And knowing him when he's leading the charge on offense, knowing he got to do whatever it takes to keep putting us in the uh, best possible situation. And if he know he does that, the sky's the limit for us, and we'll we'll write we'll write our story the way we want to write our story. And that's like his mindset and the way he's thinking and how locked in he is. So I'm excited that you know I t- said all the time that he's on my team, and you know I'm going to war with him and not going to war against him. So another one of your teammates was fired up after the game, Row. I don't know if you saw this tweet from Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, this was, he Sarah, said, just, just so you know, this was after the 49ers game. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right, December 26th. It's just as good, right. but. <laughs> it's just yeah. as good. Well, we, yeah, we haven't talked to you in a couple weeks, but it says, I can't believe the Bears didn't want Row. This bleep is crazy to me. Them analytics go crazy, right? Well, if, well, if we get two players for the price of one, F-O-H, right? <laughs> Buddy, a dog, and a leader. Analytics don't ever measure that. Sorry, lack of sleep this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> when you read that, like what was going through your mind, Kyle Van Noy putting that out there? Yeah, so I don't have Twitter, so I'm just this is my first time seeing it uh, oh. right now. But like that's that's actually uh, pretty pretty funny. But yeah, KV, KV's an uh, amazing asset to the team and uh, got a great deal of respect for KV, how he – come to work day in and day out, like how he try to challenge uh, each and every person, himself included, and just the way he worked and the way he studied his opponents, man, is like second to none. So it's definitely pretty sweet. But, yeah, you know, everybody, you know, we all have to make decisions and choices in life. And, you know, that was a choice that uh, the Bears made. And, you know, that was a choice that the Ravens made in getting me. So I'm grateful to be here uh, in Baltimore and, you know, chance at competing for for the big one and just knowing how talented this team and and also just around so many amazing people as well as you guys probably would have never got to meet you guys as well like if I wasn't here <laughs> in a sense so it's just a, it's just a pretty sweet uh story for me and you know life is all about life is a book and you know everyone has their story that they're writing and uh you know that was just a chapter for me and now this is like a new chapter in my life and in my book so that's how I look at it and I'm just grateful to be surrounded by such amazing people and amazing players so 
It is what it is at the end of the day, and it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Hey, I speak for Sarah and our entire audience that the feeling's mutual there. I mean, we've we've been honored to to spend some time with you during what's become a, a magical ride. You know, it really has been. And and I just we didn't even have this on our pregame script, but it's just kind of coming to me now. A lot of what you're you've experienced over these last 48, 48 hours is probably something that you haven't experienced since college. Right. Just the whirlwind of emotions and, and being that, yeah, you, you guys do have something special that is at, at the fingertips right now. What, how have you handled that emotionally over the last couple of days? Honestly, man, just being in the moment and like just thinking, hey, this is the opportunity that we have right now. Let's not make it any bigger than what it is and live in the moment and play the hands that you're play the cards that you're dealt. And if we feel as we do that. Everything we want is right there for us. So I'm just more so in the moment, enjoying it, yeah. not getting uh, any high hearts because I know just as well as you can go up, you can come right back down. And uh, guys, we're very aware of that and a very mature team. So I'm just grateful uh, to be on a really good mature team and guys that actually have the right mindset and willing to do whatever it takes to defend everything that we want as well as each other. Hey, Ro, when I watch the games on Sundays, I always watch it with uh, my husband and four kids. And my son, he's a little younger, he's not as steady as you, starts freaking out when the, the Dolphins, you know, scored on that first drive. And then they got some moving the ball in the second drive. And he's like, what is going on? What is going on? And I'm like, son, don't worry. They're going to adjust. They're going to adjust. Mike McDonald has like a magic touch. Okay. I won't go through everything, but... When Miami got off to a hot start, he he totally adjusts. He didn't use any five-plus plus rushes in the second half, didn't blitz any from off the ball, didn't call any stunts. This is according to Ken McCusick, a film study that does Ravens. And in the second half, Miami, Miami got 43 yards, so 3.1 yards per, per play. So my question to you is, one, why? how does Mike McDonald just – he just always seems to touch the right buttons at the right time. And number two, and I know you don't want to see him leave, but his name is going around in circles as potentially being a head coach candidate. So what is it that Mike just always does right, figuring things out? And number two, how would you feel, and do you think he deserves to be a head coach? Uh, first and foremost, I would say for sure, like uh... – with uh, Mike, uh, I would say first it's a credit to like the way he busts busts his tail during the mm -hmm. week, like the way he study his opponent, our opponent inside and out, knowing what each and every opponent likes to do in certain situations. Because at the end of the day, humans are creatures of habits, and that's is in tendencies as well. So things are gonna things are gonna show up, and I think with him knowing that, and credit to Miami coming out there. With you know plays and hats off to those guys. They get paid as well. They they have coaches and jobs as well. And I think knowing you know how they was trying to attack us and then actually taking a step back and say, okay, I see they're doing this. They see they're doing that. And then adjusting on the fly. So it like, man, I have a great deal of respect for Mike and how brilliant his mind is day in and day out, and how he's just put everybody in the best possible situation uh, for success and. You know, when you do that, have a guy like that at the helm and it makes you like you're going to go hard anyway because it's your job and your livelihood. But when you know a guy's like putting you in those type of situations to knowing that you're in the best possible situation to succeed, it's it's pretty sweet. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's definitely getting a lot of buzz with the uh, head coaching stuff. But I enjoy Mike here. Uh, I don't really care about uh, all the other stuff. So 
I'm enjoying him uh, right now. I'm in the moment with him right now, and I know he is as well, and he's not worried about all the other stuff because at the end of the day, regardless, everything will be a lot sweeter after uh, one of them big ones is on our finger. <laughs> no doubt. We'll see if that phone's ringing for him, though, during the bye week. You know how it goes in the NFL, man. We'll see. We will see. But uh, we really want to hear about the launching of the Roquan Smith Foundation. But before you tell us about that, and we know you're up against the clock here as well, so we want to be respectful of that. Do you want to play against the Steelers? I, I, I'm leaving that up. I'm leaving that up to Harves and whatever he feels is best and the trainers. Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, we know we know what we have uh, at stake. So whatever they feel is best for me, uh, I'm gonna be there regardless. And how I look at any situ situation, chin up, chest out, and where, whatever Harves, the head man, uh, wants. And I'm just I'm just falling in line because at the end of the day, I'm just an employee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It was clocking pretty in, baby. Pretty important employee. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty critical employee. <laughs> Fair enough, bro. What you got going on with the foundation? Uh, yeah, uh, the Roquan Smith Foundation. Uh, yeah, I started it uh, earlier, early, earlier this year, and uh, it's just you know I'm I'm more more of a guy just try to um, help at risk kids, um, whether that's um, kids at risk with inner cities or whatever the case may be. I kind of like juggle all over the place, whether that's dealing with homeless, uh, at risk kids, uh, single, single parents, uh, domestic abuse of victims. So I just try to touch a lot of different things and just try to I just try to leave the world a better place than I found it. And I'm just trying to do all the good that I can while while I'm able to and that I'm fortunate enough to to be able to just give back and do so many uh, great things for the community because I always pride myself on truly being a good person at the end of the day and just trying to help every single person that I can in this uh, world because I know if I was in a different position, I would, like that would be a great help for me as well. And I just know how it is for kids, especially growing up in uh, different environments than others and have may maybe have a tougher end of the stick than others others and I've like I've seen it uh, so I just try to be the best I can be and like just try to help all those that I can and need and leave the world better than I found it awesome man congratulations on everything you have going we're going to be rooting for you not only to make a run to to Vegas but you're going to be there regardless uh, because of your nomination for this year's Walter Payton man of the year award so we're rooting for you congratulations on everything that's already happened and everything that's still to come Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it, Ro. Look, I know all 32 honorees are obviously worthy when it comes to the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, but gosh, in, in our minds, in our biased minds, none more than than what he's able to do in, in such a short amount of time here in town. Uh, I can't wait to see what that foundation becomes because anything he typically touches, Sarah, turns to gold. So can't wait. And and we're going to be there, of course, following it and, and covering it because just as much as, as – his on-field play deserves that kind of coverage. What mm -hmm. he does off the field certainly uh, is is equivalent, if not more so. I've just so enjoyed our this the ninth episode. Well, we, the one more we got afterwards. I just feel like we've gotten to know him so well, and he's just such. He wants to be a good guy. It's like what he said. I want to leave the world better than 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 when I how I received it. You know what I mean? So. Um, it it just he just is he's just a good guy and he's so good at being personable. I mean, talking about how he loves being in Baltimore, like doesn't have you know says and he's enjoyed getting to know us. I'm like, all right, way to butter us up. I love it. You know, it's like yeah. I enjoy meeting you. You know, just yeah. just he's just such he wants to be 
great at everything he does. It's not, it, of course it's the football, but he takes it into everything else. And so, and, and Bobby, I really enjoyed him letting us in on his conversation with Lamar. That probably was my favorite part where he's just talking about, I, I mean, they are, they're the leaders of each side. They're both more veterans, right? And they both, and this is what's great, is they both just signed contracts with yes. the Ravens. EDC's been on fire, right? Within months of each other, he signs the two faces of the franchise for both the defense and the offense. And just the way he talks about how, you know, they've got it locked in. He, he, oh, I just love how they're carrying this team on both sides of the ball. Just love that conversation between the two of them. Yeah, no, I, as soon as I saw that happen, to your point during the show, during the interview, it doesn't happen that often. Like, there aren't a lot of photos of them together. Mm -hmm. You know, when, you, when you're in content gathering, you, you kind of know this stuff. They're just, there's not because they're on different sides of the ball. And let's face it, Roe hasn't been here as long as Lamar either. So that's just mm -hmm. a, a sample size type thing. But they are, they are the undisputed faces of this franchise. And it's, it's just been so incredibly fun to watch the way that, the team goes as they go. So I thought mm. he was really insightful there. Love a good film study breakdown with him. And mm. what a great week to have it, being that he snagged that one-handed. It was like the day of one-handed catches. Isaiah's was absurd. Roquan's was awesome. Sort and of Ricard. Ricard, Ricard yeah. had to go over the shoulder. That was kind of nasty. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. I commented on his – he put up a bunch of photos on Instagram. He, he's hilarious. And I was just like, way to haul that in, man. You got a great pair of hands. But, yeah. But, and I uh, love the cocoa butter story that he had, met, he had missed it in practice. <laughs> that <laughs> He's was like, so Oh, funny. I've got the gloves here. <laughs> I can't wait to clip that for Twitter because that that's really good. He's yeah. not on Twitter. And so he hadn't even seen Kyle's tweet about him, Kyle Van Noy, which yeah. I think just speaks to what Roquan's about, too. Like, he didn't have time for any of this, any, no. any, any, any nonsense. He is all business. He is as focused as you can be in professional sports. And I don't know, sometimes when it's there for the taking, it's so easy to consume, right? It's mm. so easy to pull up that pull up that app after a bad game, pull up that app. You know, I know Rashad Bateman has done that in, in recent years, and it's just it's not where you want to be. It's great mm. to see where Rashad is now. He's round, he's 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 coming alive at the right time. But uh but anyway, yeah, another another good one from Roe. What else was yeah, I liked his answer to Mike McDonald. First of all, he gave him huge props. But I also liked his answer of like of him going, you know, being in the head coaching circles because he basically is saying we're trying to live in the moment. And that is what Lamar's doing too. It's just like yeah. you can't, you've got to block out the noise. And we're the noise too, right? Like that's yeah. that's what we do. We're just yeah. we're just yapping here, right? Like we're, we're, lucky we're part to be with of the him. noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like it's just like can't think about that. You know, there's too much at stake right now. And so it's just, it is, it's what it, it goes along with them saying we're 0 and 1 for the week. We're, oh, we want to be, or 1 and 0 for the week. We want to be 1 and 0 for the week. 1 and 0. And it's just like, we're not going to worry about that with Mike. Right now, we're living in this moment. He's our defensive coordinator. This is what we're doing. And then if that time comes, we'll, we'll worry about that then. It's just complete laser focus from everybody on this team. Unwavering. Unwavering. This is brought to you by our friends at Cybertech. And as you know, they are a next generation local recruiting, resourcing, and outsourcing firm. A new way to acquire resources is what they're all about. And so whether you're in need of new hires, contingent staff, or just seeking to outsource a business or technical function, 
Cybertech is the organization for you. If you're in need of resources and candidates and you don't have the time to sift through dozens of resumes, Cybertech is a company that really understands your needs and presents candidates that are not in the open market within 48 hours. Cybertech has over 40 years of combined experience in working with some of the largest organizations, both in the Baltimore area and nationally. So if you think you might be a good fit, you'll have a chance to meet myself, Sarah, and the Cybertech team for a virtual introduction. You can get started right now by scanning the QR code that we have in the upper right-hand corner of this screen. If you're in the audio-only space, consider sending an email to get started to the address that we have included in the show notes below. And we wanted to say thank you and shout out to two of our returning patrons who are supporting everything we're building here this month inside the channel uh, through Patreon this month. So Mark Wilson, Christian Almgren, thank you both for believing in what we're building. And if you guys are interested in doing the same, visit the show notes or just patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast to check out and see how you can get involved. It all goes towards the betterment of our channel. So, busy week on tap. Roquan down. One more to go with him next week. Still trying to get something scheduled with Ray Lewis, which will be really exciting. And then Bobby Petrino coming up on Wednesday on my side of things on the channel, which I'm sure we'll do a segment on. It was Lamar's former coach at Louisville. I think he'll offer a really unique perspective because uh, he was a believer when a lot of people weren't, Sarah, uh, coming yeah. out of high school, coming out of South Florida. So, looking forward By to that By the way, Bobby, I got, I got educated on Twitter when I said, I said Louisville on, uh, up in Adams and Ooh. some, 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 you know, homegrown people were like, yeah. well, they were disagreeing on how to say it. So I, they never got back to me. One person said it's Louisville. Another one said Louisville, Louisville, yeah. uh, Louisville, yeah. I think. So anyway, yeah. I said it like, a, I don't know. I grew up in Colorado, like a Coloradan. I don't know. Louisville. Yeah. So Louisville. <laughs> so when I was with the radio team, um, yeah, I, I was pretty much humbled within the first like couple weeks because, unbeknownst to me at the time, they like streamed our post game show down in Kentucky. Like it was okay. a sign; it was somehow streamed down there on on their local radio affiliates. And uh, and I had the same thing. I was going Louis, 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 Louis. Yeah, it's not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say it? Did I say it there? I feel like you said, hey, is this happening that I'm actually, yeah, I think I heard you say Louis, Louisville. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, Louisville. Five years later and I can't get it down. <laughs> <laughs> all good. All right. Again, shout out to CyberTech for all of the support and the investment in us uh, this year. Belief uh, is, is, is a huge reason as to why we were um, able to, to secure this, this awesome, awesome partnership with Roquan, awesome partnership with our friend CyberTech. Go show them support if you think you'll be a good fit. All right, partner. Closing it down. Awesome. As always, if you guys enjoyed this one like we did, please consider subscribing to The Vault here on YouTube. Going to check us out in the audio-only space if you haven't already. And liking this video and turning on that notification bell so when our daily content drops every single day, you will be notified. So for my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett. Signing off. We will catch you on Wednesday's Morning Vault. Coming up.